Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Completely Fucking Clueless podcast. My name is Sarah Alice Liddy. And my name is Audrey Jean Flowers, and we both use she, her pronouns. We do. We are back in studio today, and we have a lovely guest. Combine those two words. A love... Yeah, killing it. A lovely guest with us. Emily, welcome to the podcast. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. Thanks for being here today. Oh my gosh. I've like, this is my third podcast ever. How um, how do you like it? I like it, but I think it's very interesting because I don't talk about all the sides of my life to every single one of my friends. Yeah. yeah. So it's so weird to like articulate and talk about different kinds of topics in that way in like a different space so no 100 percent. yeah I feel like especially like being on TikTok versus doing like the long form like 45 minutes to an hour talking like you can go in so many different places versus like a TikTok where sometimes it's really just focusing on like one specific topic of your life like each video is something different whereas like a podcast I feel like you can kind of weave into the different parts yeah and I like talking about so many different things yeah it's one particular thing so yeah yeah. Amazing. Well, we're so happy to have you today. And, you know, honestly, I think I'm going to start with – so I came across your TikTok and, I, you know, we've been doing a lot of researching, just getting to know who you are for prep today. And I thought it was <laughs> – I know that is like the really That's interesting. Scary. You know what? I was type, typing out like your stuff this morning and I was thinking like how would I feel if somebody like went through my entire social media and like just like got to know me? Well, when we were in college – there was an assignment where everyone got assigned someone else in class and we had to go and do like a, a, a search of them of like what comes up if you go and really? search them. And I remember my partner, it was very easy for them because there was almost nothing because I changed my name when I was in <laughs> college. So there was no proof of me further than four oh, years back. Works. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, we did it one time. Yes. And- it's interesting. Well, because I feel like especially if you're like on TikTok, it's really easy yes. for me to just like go. I usually just like go to the bottom of your TikTok and literally watch everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I was thinking about and it this morning. Then my phone crashes and then I have to scroll back. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had coworkers, of course. Like I look up coworkers. Yeah. yeah. Conversation. Just see, okay, what's their street? You look up my name, first things, TikTok. And e- it's like, oh. Uh, I hate when coworkers are like, I listen to your podcast and I literally don't, go, don't. don't. And they're like, <laughs> I don't want to hear not? And I was like, no, no, no. I don't want anyone I know to watch anything it's I create. That <laughs> was, that's what would be ideal. And it's now actually become a point where like I meet up with friends and they're like, so I know everything happening in your life uh, because you've said it all in the podcast. And so I'm like, I guess you give me a one-on-one podcast right now uh, because any story I'll tell you, you already know the ending. Well, you also don't know how much people know. Like, are they a mm. follower that they, like, religiously listen to your content and watch your content? They stay up to date on everything so you don't feel like you have to fill them in? Or right. they only know a little bit? Like, they don't know where you're from, but mm. they've seen your stuff before. So it's very interesting. How have you navigated that with work? Like, have people come to you and been like – like what's up with TikTok or like how has it that gone down for you? 
I personally like to keep it very separate. Okay. When I'm at work, I'm in work mode. I've had coworkers bring it up before. And I just, I just feel like I don't engage. Like I don't, I just laugh and yeah, oh gosh, I'm sorry. That's come up on your for you page. Um, just because I have always been, I like to keep it professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't want people to get the wrong idea of me at work, even though I know that that's a part of who I am and everyone knows when you're in corporate, there's so much more to you than just a straight corporate and professional. But it's hard because I also don't want my coworkers to not take me seriously. Mm. That's really hard. And I did engineering in college and I feel like being a girl engineer, that's something that was always hard because I always wanted to be taken seriously. I never had my nails painted. Like just so many random things that I feel like I had to put myself in this box so that people took me seriously, which is very sad. Interesting. My mom, so she was a computer engineer. um, And she spoke about that, how like she was often the only girl in her classes. And actually a very now funny thing is one of my best friends was explaining girl math to her. And my mom (laughs) really doesn't like the idea of girl math because she's like, no, girls can do math. And I'm like, like, I swear that's the trend is not implying (laughs) that women don't know how to do math, but she really doesn't like girl math because she faced that so much and then even more in the workplace of like often the only woman it's hard yeah hard but yeah I do try to keep it separate yeah that's it's interesting to me because my nine-to-five is in content creation like I work for a media agency and then I'm on a specific brand and I make content for their TikTok so it's very like one in the same like they like that I have my own stuff but for people who are doing the both like it's very interesting to see like how it balances out because it can be it is so weird to think that like your coworkers can go on your TikTok and just see some things that like maybe normally you wouldn't express at work. Oh, absolutely. You know? When I first started posting, well, I guess it was a couple months into posting, I was really open. My dad passed away and I was really open about it. Yeah. I wouldn't say really open, Um, but I was open about it. But now I feel like since I've started my career, I'm more hesitant to say certain things Mm. because there's always, and I've always, my parents were really good growing up. Be careful what you put on social media. What you put out there lives there forever. Sure. Um, I remember I, in high school, I tweeted a bad word and my dad flipped on me. Um, so I was really good about keeping my social media tame and very professional, but I definitely am less likely to be more open nowadays. Yeah. But I try to be. Why did you start posting on social media? Oh, good story. Um, yeah. Well, my I was in a relationship. Okay. And I did a fifth year at college. And then after, I guess it was March of 2022, I got out of that relationship that ended. So I did not want to be lonely. I was in, all my friends had graduated in that fifth year. So I didn't really have many friends. And I was like, you know what? What better time than now? Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was something I was really passionate about. I've always loved beauty, hair, fashion, skincare. Makeup. Yeah. Um, just all the things. And I've always posted stuff on like private Snapchat stories and stuff in high school. So I don't know. I just, I was like, now's the time. What yeah. better time than now? Yeah. So. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. That's really interesting. Like using the social media because nobody was there and like, you were like, oh, my friends aren't there. Like what is a way that I can feel some sort of like commuter community or friendship or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was weird because I think are there are videos I don't know if you went this far back let's but see videos of me talking and I'm like quietly whispering to the camera yeah I didn't want I lived in like a frat house with two guys and 
three other girls and we, we weren't like really close. Okay. And so I didn't want, I knew that they would probably make fun of me and I knew that they were, but I didn't care because I was passionate about it. And yeah. I didn't to do it. But I was like whispering to the camera. <laughs> it was so cringy to look back at it, but. That's how you get better. You have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's why I get DMs sometimes. Like, how do you start? What do you – it's like you just have to start. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure you guys experienced that with the podcast. I don't know how long you thought about it before you actually did it or if it was just some spontaneous thing. But if you don't start, it's never going to happen. A hundred percent. Of course you're going to be bad in the beginning. You've never done it before. Oh, oh my God. I think better about is it. better to be shitty. But yeah. like I think – when you're a kid, you're allowed to be shitty at things. And like, mm. I I think as an adult, it's it's much harder and it feels much scarier to mm-hmm. be bad. I know. It's like embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially like I think in this world where people do have certain maybe judgments or think it's like quote unquote silly to like post on social media and try and make a career out of it. Like I think people can be judgmental of that, but I a thousand percent agree with you. Like I think about the first like couple of TikToks or a couple, like honestly, maybe the first 50 podcasts that we did. Um, we've had it now, like we've almost been like been recording for two years, but we thought about it. We started like doing work for it like months in advance just because small steps for us like led the way to it um but yeah I feel like at the beginning everything is never going to be exactly perfect and and how it'll end up being in the end but like you said you gotta start somewhere yeah 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 so I want to actually go back a little bit before we go forward but you know so I was watching your content and I thought it was really interesting and really self-aware you had talked about like in high school feeling like you had like a pretty negative mindset and then you know having this moment where you you felt like you needed to kind of like take some small steps to start transforming your life. And so I kind of just want to ask you like, who was Emily back then? And like, was there a specific moment or event or something that happened to you that made you be like, I think I need to start kind of changing my mindsets and changing the way that I'm looking at my life? I, in high school, I did not, like many people, right? I mean, no one, I feel like no one knows who they are. Oh my God, no. I, mean, I still don't <laughs> no, really yeah. know who I like, am. Everyone's real. faking it till they make it. No one knows what they're doing. Yeah. I feel like I didn't know who I was. Mm. And I, so I was in the STEM program at my high school. So, and the way that my mom or and my mom and dad raised me was, you be friends with everyone. You don't have to just have one friend group. So I was friends with a lot of different kinds of people. I had my STEM friends. Then I had my friends from middle school. I had my, I played lacrosse. So I had those friends. Like I just had a ton of different friendships, but I think also with that, I tried to be different, a different person with different people. Mm. And I wanted to be cool. I wanted to fit in. So I just, I was very negative. I just, I would say mean things or act or be negative and I don't know just stupid stuff in high school that you would do to try to fit in yeah and then this is so weird I kept hitting my head like I kept getting concussion oh no (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry for laughing no it's like funny I would the most random things I would hit my head on I'd be at a like a house party in high school and I would go up on the counter and there'd be a random cabinet that I didn't see and I would get a concussion and then a lacrosse ball would hit me on the head during practice or I would get in the I just kept hitting my head I was like and instead of my mindset when that would happen is I would be like oh of course that would happen to me and Mm -hmm. I would always say I'm so unlucky and I would just have a lot of random bad stuff happen to me um 
And then my senior year, I tore my ACL. Mm. My, I don't know, I think it was halfway through the lacrosse season. And I was out for the rest of the lacrosse season. And that was after getting hit on the head and concussion <laughs> after concussion like, for the entire oh, no. year. And I was laid up that entire summer while everyone was out having fun, enjoying their last summer before college. And I was like, okay, I'm like not happy. Something needs to change. And then I w- started watching. Do you know Sarah, she's an Australian content creator, Sarah's Day? I don't think so. I've never it seen sounds her. Sounds familiar, so. but she's I don't someone I think one of my friends in high school introduced me to her, but she just had the most positive mindset and she had like basically manifested this life for herself. Mm. And she was in a horrible relationship. She totally transformed her life. And I, I guess now it's what, seven years later when I found her. But I remember being on YouTube and watching her video and being like, I want this girl's life. She has this positive mindset. That's what I need to do. So I took that whole summer and then I did community college my first year. Mm -hmm. I lived at home. So that summer and that whole year, I feel like I just completely changed everything about myself, my mindset, my attitude. And then good things started happening to me and it just went up, started going up from there. Yeah. How did you go about like changing your mindset? Was there certain things that you said to yourself? I think – One of my big things is, and quotes I live by is confidence comes from making and keeping promises to yourself. Ooh. It's not my quote. I wish. Um, No, but keeping promises to yourself. Hard, but also radically changes. Trusting yourself and having the ability to trust yourself because you've proven to yourself you're trustworthy. It's powerful. If you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, you have no ability. Like, you'll, you stop believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. So where was I going with that? <laughs> what you did to change mindset. Oh, yes. Okay. So go. that you're was so a big good thing. At that. That, yeah. That I'm just so good at Sorry. I was like, you're so good at that. She's so good at getting people back to where they are because I do the same thing. Conversation. <laughs> I'm horrible. So um, do you want to know – this is a little off topic. Do you want to know a trick for if someone's speaking yeah. and you want to say something and you don't want to, like, lose ink at whatever – I don't know if you know the sign language alphabet, but if someone's saying something and I really want to speak but still be present to them, but I have something I really want to say, okay. whatever the main idea of it is, like say I need to tell them about some sort of apple, okay. make an A with your hand. Oh. So when they finish speaking, when it's over, you can return to A. That's probably going to be enough to remember apples. Oh, my god! And so you can be so present without having to. Okay, so I do need to go learn the alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> I do but need to do that I first. Do that, I swear, very helpful. Tip. A little off topic, but very helpful. Okay, I'll start using that. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, mindset. Mindset, how you changed it. So I started making and keeping promises to myself. That's yeah. a big thing. I really wanted to be an engineer, and mm-hmm. I really didn't think I could. I even my I think it was my calc professor or I guess teacher they call it in high school she even said to me one time as long as you don't want to do anything in math uh, you'll be fine (laughs) why would you say that to a student it was awful but like in her defense I didn't study I I gave up my junior year I was really Mm. dedicated freshman sophomore year but junior year hit junior year hit I was burned out Mm. so I was horrible and I would fail all these exams I had no idea what was going on in calc so like of course I was failing because I didn't study yeah so I started studying and I was like I am going to do well in school and I'm going to prove to myself that I can do this I can be an engineer I'm smart I am capable and that was a big thing for me. I kind of poured that into education. 
And so, yeah, started making kingdom promises to myself. Yeah, I love that. We talk about that a lot on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I feel like we go – I think, like, we both could admit we go through phases where it's stronger, where we keep yeah. the, keeping the promises, and then sometimes, like, things, like, slip off and, like, whatever. I think that's, like, especially – you know, I saw this quote or not quote. I saw somebody speaking <laughs> about this on TikTok the other day about how like when you graduate college, it's like almost like you're going back to when you're 14. Like, have you heard the concept of like being a teenage adult or being like a child adult on TikTok? Right. And people are like, it's almost like you're going back to like when you're an early teen and you don't know anything again. And so now you're trying to like relearn like who you are and how you function in this world. And so I feel like that like learning to keep the promises to yourself is like almost it reminds me of like early high school. And like we – this is probably not like a month ago, but we spoke with someone who was like all about like mindset and manifestation. Mm -hmm. And in prep for that, like I did a lot of research into like sort of the science of it. Um, and if you believe that you can do something, you're radically more likely to succeed at it. 100%. But you're not going to believe in yourself if you don't trust yourself. Mm -hmm. And the only way you're going to trust yourself is by proving to yourself you're trustworthy. Like yeah, if absolutely. someone has broken promises to me every single day of my life, I'm not going to trust them very mm, much. And that's for a lot so of us, true. yeah, we've broken a lot of promises to ourselves. And like there are certain ones like you need to like, you have to be able to like forgive your failures and try and do better because mm -hmm. just holding on to the failures, like yeah. it's not helping anyone. Okay, question. Yeah. What is one thing that you guys think that you do or that you would promise to yourself every day that would make your day better you're like okay as long mm. as I did this one thing that would make my day oh this is so interesting getting up with the first alarm that that's a great one that is a so good hard. one that's and I've been doing really one. bad at it the last few weeks I literally oh, I have like every I five minutes <laughs> I, that is me I, I snoozed like, mine for two hours in mm -hmm. four minute increments so it's not like I got any more mm -hmm. sleep I was being woken up Every, every four minutes. No, I do the same thing. Even this morning, I'm like, oh, okay, so I really need to be out of my bed by this point. So I'm going to set my first alarm at this point mm -hmm. and then the second one there. That's a really good one. Mm -hmm. um, what is something I feel like – I don't know. Maybe this is something simple, but lately I've fallen off of making my bed. Mm. That is mine. Yeah, yours, that's, yeah. That's mine. Make Because I feel put together. Yeah. I'm like, okay, as long as I just make my bed, it's – I did one thing yeah. that, I, that I was going to do. That one used to work better for me, but currently – so I uh – -oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I run very hot, and in the summer, AC is expensive enough. So yeah. what I've been doing during the summer is I just have my duvet cover without the duvet in it. Uh, so just the – just so the basically, sheet. It's basically, basically just, just like a sheet, top sheet. A double, but I yeah. don't I don't use a top sheet because I am so aggressive when I sleep that yeah. I just stopped using Me a top too. sheet. And Me like, too. Me too. That's – I have family friends in England. Whenever we visit them, I was like, this is better. A top seat is just yeah, stupid. Yeah. Um, so I've been sleeping with just like the empty duvet cover, which like <laughs> – there's no way to make it look nice when making it. Like, it looks insane. Um, and it's not cold enough for me to put the duvet back in. That but, like, so funny. It, I do just look like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> like, it's so embarrassing looking. Even when I make it nice and put all my pillows. Like, I was going to say, do you have pillows? I have like pillows. It just looks like a mistake. Ugh. <laughs> it's so I don't funny. know about that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. The bed making thing is is a good one. I I was so good about it my first like couple years post grad, and then I feel like in the last like six to eight months. Or always washing my face at the end of the day. I was mm. so good in high school. I was always so good at like 
hey, if you were able to stay up this late, you can stay up the extra two minutes it takes to Not wash your face. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally I'm in a studio, like it's three steps to my bathroom. <gasps> And I still won't do it sometimes. That's bad. I know. That's my non-negotiable. That's a non-negotiable. It's like brushing my teeth. I'm like every night. I don't I, know, I'm if I have body. makeup, I absolutely do. Okay. But occasionally, there's some nights. Bad. I know. I get on my mom for that. I'm like. But <laughs> I've got. So what I will do <laughs> is. So I I keep my like little retinoid retinol and moisturizer for the evening in my bedside table. Mm-hmm. And so if I don't your, wash my face, like I'll just, like, as I'm lying in bed, <laughs> put, like put it on, put on my cream and go directly you know to you sleep. Get? You should get clean skin clubs. They have these really oh, massive... I'm obsessed with them. I love their like one use towels because I have like have a lot of hormonal acne. And so I think that it really helps that. Um, but they also have these like giant like uh, cleansing wipes. And I feel like those would be good to just like sometimes that's what I do. I put them like in my thing. And if I'm really like passing out yeah. in my bed, I'm like just like want want unless it's makeup then I really gotta yeah. scrub it something off. is better than nothing yes a hundred percent I think that's what I've learned a lot as like growing up is like okay you said this a lot and maybe a couple when months I was ago. really depressed sure. <laughs> sure is that like some like what is like your nighttime routine for when you can give like a hundred and ten percent like I'm gonna put every single thing on my what's face achievable for right and now? then or what like hey I'm in bed and I'm like falling asleep like what's achievable for that I I really like that I mean like I, I I think I actually probably read this on like Tumblr or some shit when I was in like <laughs> high school or something. I still have a Tumblr account. I go on it occasionally. No way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm not on Twitter, but I am on Tumblr. You're not going to find my account. Uh, but anyway, I saw something of being like, it was a com- someone posting about a conversation they had with their therapist of like, hey, just do the easy version. And I've had similar conversations with mm. my therapist of like, if putting together a sandwich is just too much grab a fistful of the deli cheese yeah. and like ham and whatever and just eat it like that. You don't need to make it. Like yeah. I've had times where I've been really depressed and like showering just feels way too, too intense and I'll just sit in the shower and I'll sit in the shower for a while until I get comfortable enough. Then I'll run the bath water until like the, I'm like, well, my feet are already wet. Might as well turn on the shower water. Then I'll turn on the shower and sometimes I'll shower just fully sitting in the shower. Wow. But it's the easy. Yeah, it's better to do the 10% of something than to have the most disgusting hair where it's yeah. like itchy. Oh, you know that? <laughs> oh, you know no. that place? Yeah. I've gotten this really off topic. Anyway. No, that's okay. Um, what are some of like your favorite mindsets or even like self-care routines? Because I feel like they're kind mm-hmm. of one in the same one we're talking about, like in your post-grad life. In terms of like mental health self-care or physical self-care honestly both yeah I think being active okay walking Mm -hmm. is something that has really changed my life yeah I mean we're talking about the or you mentioned the easy way yeah things are like the bare minimum making my bed is that's probably like the one thing at the bare minimum like okay just make your bed right the next for me would be my morning walks okay cool that is the one time I feel like I have to myself I can put my phone on do not disturb I don't owe anyone anything. Yeah. So just having that, listening to a podcast or music or whatever I need, taking that time. Yeah. Like one of my ultimate form of of um, self-care. Also taking care of yourself is so important. And yeah. That to me is 
at least I'm moving my body. Like if I did nothing else, at least I moved my body a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's It was really cool to like watch your content and see how much like you value taking care of yourself as somebody that has sometimes like struggled with that in different capacities. Like it was very inspiring to me. And it was funny. I, you know, because we were supposed to do this at the beginning of October. And so I was, I forget, I don't know. I had saved a couple of your videos and I was like, you know, and I, I, I think a lot of people know about gratitude and obviously, but like sometimes you just need to be reminded of doing it. Mm-hmm. And so I, my partner and I started doing this thing because I was like, I'm really inspired of like with the gratitude because sometimes my mindset can get negative too, you know, like things, maybe things are out of control and you just don't know how to like get it back in check. But I was like, let me remind myself of like three things like a day or a week or whatever it may be that like, you know, are going well. And so my partner and I just started like, like once a week, like just saying like three things that we were grateful for to each other. I love and that. yeah. And I was like, you know, like this is it's just like a reminder. And I and that's what I think I loved from your content was like the 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 small reminder that you can give yourself that hey, like through all like the craziness of work and like this and that and the other thing, there are things that are are really great in your life, whether it's like your cup of coffee in the morning or something really great happened at like your job. And that self-care isn't just like I think self-care has been very commercialized to a level of like face oh they're care. getting their check off. yeah, yeah. <laughs> self-care isn't just like doing a face mask and getting your yeah. nails done it's yeah. like no like the idea of self-care I think is really radical mm-hmm. like yeah. taking care of yourself is a very important thing and a very like I think kind of radical thing in this world yeah I think I mean, I had, I have meltdowns a lot where I just get really overwhelmed. Yeah. And the last little meltdown I had was this past Tuesday and I called my mom and I'm crying and I'm just like, I'm so overwhelmed. Mm. And she's like, okay, like what, what can we do? What, what needs to change? And I'm like, that's the problem. I was crying so overwhelmed because I didn't want anything to change because mm. I'm so happy. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for the life that I am creating for myself, but it's okay to be overwhelmed sometimes. And I don't know, just reminding myself through the cries and breathing, just being like, I'm so grateful. It's okay. I'm overwhelmed right now, but I'm grateful for this life I live and I'm the life I'm building for myself right now. Yeah. So it's good to have those reminders in the back of your head. A hundred percent. I get that. I, I really relate to the the overwhelming feeling being so like no. overwhelming. I, I think often when I have my freak out moments, it is from being feeling like very overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, and I can imagine like having a full-time job, then doing also content creation, like it can get very overwhelming. Do you feel that at all with playing the double? Sometimes. You see, I think it can be a little bit easier because my actual job is like the nine to five is in content creation. But then also sometimes I feel like that can be overwhelming because when does it stop? Like when, when can you turn off? When do you, yeah. And so I feel like even in the last couple of weeks, I've kind of gone back from t- making content for myself because sometimes I'm just like, I need to get off this fucking app. I don't want to film everything that I am doing. Like I really do love it, but sometimes it can be hard when that is the, the job that you're doing as well. But yeah, I think so. And then also having the podcast, sometimes I can get really overwhelmed because it's like I 
want to give everything to like the podcast and like my social media because those are the things that I hope will take off one day. Um, but you know, I also need money to live. Yeah. And that's where that job comes in. Yeah. Do you feel do you get overwhelmed with oh, living the double? All the time. Yeah. My friends are like, you're crazy. Yeah. I have the sense of or the feeling of over being overwhelmed a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I'm actively trying to work on. Yeah. Because I, I don't want anything to change. I want to say yes to everything. Sure. Who doesn't? But I do need to learn to start saying no to some things mm-hmm. because at what point, like you can't just keep saying yes to everything. Like mm-hmm. there has to be boundaries. And yeah. like you were talking about, when do you turn off? It's yeah. it's hard because if I'm doing my nine to five and then in the morning, if I'm editing a video or shooting content and then I have my nine to five or I work till six and then afterwards I'm doing content or doing something or filming a brand deal, whatever it is, it's like, I can't just do that like on repeat every single day. Right. And then the weekend, sometimes I have to use for brand deals. No. Yeah. Like, I mean, you guys, I know you get it. It's when, when do you stop and just learn to enjoy yourself? But I also think this is a passion of your guys. Oh, totally. It's like, that's your hobby as well. So I don't know. I think there's a line that's like convoluted a little bit. Yeah. I think so like we both got our degrees in music theater and like I still do acting and Sarah doesn't for the time being. And like, it's very weird when a hobby and passion like, becomes a career. And it's very weird to like find the balance of like, I full mm-hmm. stopped doing theater for a while because I stopped loving it. Mm-hmm. And like, even with like content and like podcast stuff, like I really do enjoy it. But there are some weeks where it's just like, oof, <laughs> fucking sucks. No, literally. Like, yeah. yeah There's some weekends like where I'll be like, oh my gosh, like, you know, if this wasn't here, like, it would just be like a weekend. Yeah. And then usually it's like when I'm driving to it that I'll be like, wait, like I get to do this. Yeah, I'm so really excited, excited about it. Like I do. It's sometimes it's like just the preparing to like get to it that can be hard. But yeah, I I, I think right now I've been realizing that and I think it kind of comes in waves like oh, I really need to like value the balance. And then sometimes there's not valuing the balance. Um, But no, I get you. I get get the whole like before work doing the extra thing and then after work doing the extra thing that your – like my partner always tells me you love to monetize your passion. (laughs) Also just like it's hard to keep your eye on three different balls that are all moving in different fucking directions. You know what though? I've said this before. If you've listened to any of the other podcast I don't believe in balance anymore okay I used to. <laughs> yes there's no such thing you know what though and that's okay yeah yes. there are different things in your life that you're going to prioritize a different yes. Thing. yes people like you just need to accept that the sooner you accept it the easier it is in my opinion yes and I think that has also it makes you appreciate the times when you are focused on certain things and there's probably sometimes that the podcast you're like oh I don't want to film this episode I'm so not in the mood yeah um but then when you are really excited about it you're like oh it just it's a nice reminder. Yes, I love that. My therapist says that a lot. Um and because I'll be like, yeah, like this week I need to prior- prioritize this more yeah. than these two things because that's just life. Yeah. And like I know like a, a lot of people have struggled with burnout and I know Sarah's talked a lot about it and I think something Sarah and I have both talked about a lot is like we both sort of ran ourselves just like so hard for so many years mm-hmm. and then kind of like crashed and fucking burned. And so I think <laughs> both of us now get, about right. yeah, yeah, we both get a little bit free, uh, afraid, like afraid when crashing like, and burning. Yeah. And so like, I'm now like trying to learn how to like 
appreciate and kind of enjoy the weeks that are crazy and stressful mm-hmm. and like let let a week or two weeks be like absolutely bonkers and insane mm-hmm. and like be like you're not doing that every week yes let the two weeks be crazy and a little stressful and kind of overwhelming yeah and then the following week is going to be a little more chill and then like you appreciate that time yeah, yeah. like f- find a way to enjoy like not the highs and lows but the like different <laughs> words They're different the, the different times in your the different shades the shades different, I, I couldn't find the word yeah. <laughs> if you watch the YouTube video you can see all my arms and maybe my <laughs> arms will explain it better I don't think so no I agree I, I agree. love Thank it you. so kind of shifting gears to you know your like kind of post-grad life and moving to New York was New York always like in your vision oh my god no really, really? never never oh my gosh well why how yeah so big engineering hubs I was just talking to someone about this the other day engineering hubs are Minnesota okay uh, Boston Boston, yeah. Texas, California, it's like San Francisco. Okay. New York is not, New York is like a finance bro. Yeah. Yeah. Finance, yeah. Uh, consulting. So it was just never in the cards for me. I also never had any family up north. Okay. All my family was, I'm from Maryland. So all my family was from Maryland. I just never had a reason. I had visited New York City growing up, but it was just, I don't know. It was just never a thing. When I... So my ex, he actually lives in Manhattan. So he was the first person I really knew to live in the city. Mm-hmm. Or at least he was going to move there, I think, when we first started dating. And when I shifted and decided to go into consulting, mm-hmm. which is what my role is in now, I realized it had opened the stores. I'm like, oh, I'm not just limited to these hubs or locations. So I started looking and randomly – I actually live in Hoboken. I yes, yeah. There. So – I just started looking and I'm like, okay, I'm not ready for New York City. Also, what if my boyfriend and I break up, which we did? I was like, <laughs> I don't want to put myself in that situation. Yeah. I also am nervous if this isn't what I want. I also really value my space mm-hmm. and I knew that I wouldn't be able to afford a place with like all the amenities that I wanted. So I was like, okay, Hoboken's a kind of middle ground and I can test the waters. It's only three and a half hours from home. And that's kind of how it ended up working out. Wow. Yeah. And so coming to a place where you didn't know a lot of people, like how did you navigate kind of building a community here? First, random Facebook roommate. Yes. I love this story. Random Facebook – like people get nervous and I know that a lot of people struggle with roommates, but you have to – I get gut feelings when I talk to people Mm. if we're going to click or not. Like I I spoke to this one girl, like a potential Facebook roommate, and I could just – I just didn't get a – she was a very nice girl. Yeah. I just didn't – I could already see, foreshadow some – us not being the best of friends. And not that I was looking for a best friend or anything. Sure. But I wanted to make sure it was a girl that I could be friends with. And so I ended up meeting my roommate, Amanda. We got on a FaceTime call and it just kind of clicked. You meet her friends or I met her friends right. after. And it just ended up being a really good situation. It just snowballs. I think people forget all it takes is meeting one person. Sure. That will introduce you to another person. That will introduce you to another person. There, So it's just kind of been like that. And the building that I'm living in now, I have some random connection where my best friend from home, a girl that she went to college with, happened to just move to Hoboken and live in there. And oh, my God. Then my best friend from college just moved to Hoboken. And then I've met – girls from PR that have wanted to take me out to dinner and then we became best friends Mm -hmm. and then I met her friend through her so it's always just like random connections but you have to put yourself out there yeah Mm -hmm. and I think 
a random roommate, if you are living in a new city, find the right person and that will help you because then you also have another person to tag along with to things. Yeah. And it's like you can go to that workout class together and it's not as scary as doing it by yourself. Yeah. I think it's so funny because I didn't even realize this until like this moment now, but my freshman year at Elon, we went to Elon. Um, Okay. Yeah. And my uh, roommate was random on Facebook, Mm -hmm. like one of those group chats that you get put into when you go to school. (laughs) And she was – an incredible like roommate and like you know and I picked mine and it ended up being a complete disaster (laughs) mine was someone I knew and it worked out poorly it happened but you learned from it yeah oh 100% Um, but I think that's because you know and maybe you guys felt this way but you know I grew up right outside New York so when we moved back here I was like oh I have my high school friends and uh, because we went to school for musical theater everyone's coming in New York because they want to hopefully be on Broadway and so I was like, I'm in this ideal situation, but um, it's been so much fun to like mix my school friends with my high school friends and like have everybody meet each other um, and stuff like that. So I've always been curious to hear a perspective from somebody that's like, I'm just going to move somewhere. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. But I think it's very rewarding when you actually do. And it takes time. Yeah. I've been here a little over a year and I just now feel like I'm starting to have people that I can say I'm not spending a Friday or Saturday night alone. Sure. Um, And I did rely, I think, on my roommate a little bit too much when I first moved in Mm -hmm. just because it's it's easy to have. You have one person. But I think as time goes on, it's you get more comfortable and that's when you start making new friends. So it takes time and it's scary, but it's very worth it. Right. Also, most people like around our age are looking for friends. Friends. I know. Someone who's now become one of my dear friends. We were in a random class together. I'm not even sure. Like, we literally had been in one class together. And then afterwards, I think we ended up walking to the same subway station. One of us asked the other for coffee. It took us over six months, I think, to actually get coffee because we keep having to reschedule. (laughs) Um, But now she's, like, one of my dearest friends. And thank God, whichever one of us, I think it might have been her, actually, to be like, hey, do you want to get coffee? Even though we'd only spoken for 45 seconds. Yeah. You have nothing to lose. Yeah. True. Nothing to lose. Why 100%. not? hundred percent. If you don't vibe, you don't have to get coffee again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do you feel like some of maybe the biggest challenges have been for you, like post-grad, especially mm. living in a new city, new job? Oh, I don't know. Mm. I think there's challenges in all of them. Okay. I don't know what I would say the biggest was. I think maybe tr- – Distancing, distancing isn't even the right word. I think branching out away from my roommate, Mm. that might be it. Um, I relied on her a lot. Yeah. I think I struggle with all of my friends starting to get into relationships. Ah, actually, that's it. A lot of my friends are in relationships. Yeah. And I am so happy being single. I want nothing (laughs) to do with men right now. But it's hard when all your friends, they are with their boyfriends and it's tough. Yeah. So, and you can't, I don't know. So it's finding that balance and trying to figure out, okay, make new friends and try to branch out and put yourself out there so that you aren't feeling, you're not just relying on one person for happiness, if that makes sense. 
Sorry, that was a long-winded answer. No, no. I, I <laughs> think I saw one. you make a TikTok video about this. Yeah. About, and I, you know, I think that's such a, I've been with my partner for three years, but, and I was talking about them with this last night and I was like, you know, I saw this video that she did and da, da, da. And it, and, it, and you ex- had explained it, like when you're with somebody in that romantic way, like that becomes your companion. Yeah. And so, you know, and I said, I said to my partner, I was like, you know, like there'll be times when my friends ask me to hang out and I'll say no to them, but I'll say yes to you because hanging out with you is a very different sort of, you know, oh, companionship. Effort. And, and you know, and so I really like, like I look back at times in my life where I wasn't with somebody and like, and other men, my friends were, and I really struggled with like that sort of loneliness, which I think, which is something I know you talk about yeah. on your page as well, because it, it, it's that companionship that you have with like a romantic partner is very like special and it's and different. Yeah. I think you're allowed to like talk about and get deep about certain things in a romantic relationship that I think we're not particularly when you get older, like, I don't know, it doesn't feel as easy to do in friendships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, I'm in a similar place as you. I have no interest in dating right now. I'm Mm -hmm. deeply enjoying being incredibly selfish and just incredibly focused on myself. (laughs) Um, But like, there have been times where it's like, oh, I need to talk about something really heavy and intense. And like, Mm -hmm. it would be nice to like, have a built in buddy or to have someone who like to talk about that. And like, Mm -hmm. I I think friends are really important and I think like finding friends who you can like talk about those things because like even someday when I do have a partner like you can't depend on one person for everything like yeah. it's not fair to a person to depend on them for one, mm-hmm. one person for everything and so yeah I don't really have an ending to that <laughs> one you're right one person cannot be your everything no yeah. and I don't know about you guys. I feel like everyone's been in the situation where you're in a relationship and you're so infatuated by this person. Yeah. And you isolate yourself. Mm-hmm. You stop saying yes to things. Yeah. You're, you're comfortable. Sure. So I've been there. I get it. And But it's really important to put yourself in a position where you're saying yes to both things. Yeah. And also understanding and respecting that your friends want to spend time with their significant others and and have that time with them so it's just it's a hard balancing act but yeah when you're feeling lonely whether that's like you know your friends are with their partners or like you're just like general like like I feel like every 20 something feels like this weird like loneliness sometimes like what are some things that you do to kind of get yourself out of it I keep myself so busy okay my calendar is always so booked okay I walk in the morning. Yeah. I'm doing events after work. I'm sure. going to get a drink with another friend. I plan things. Um, I go visit home in Annapolis. I'll book a trip to travel. I'm always trying to keep myself busy so that that doesn't happen. Nice. But I didn't do that for a little bit. And that's when I was, it was tough because mm. you, I was focusing and relying on someone who was also trying to balance their time with other people in a relationship. So it's, you have to Put yourself in a position where you have options mm. and things to do and keeping yourself busy. I like that. That's a that's a good, like, options. That's a good way of looking yeah. at it. Yeah. I like that a lot. And you have different friends for different reasons. Sure, yeah. Different reasons, different seasons. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. Now, even, like, in the city, how has – and you said so you're not really interested. Are you dating yeah. at all? Mm. Did you did you see the TikTok? I was going to ask you about the TikTok. When is this airing? <laughs> Um, it's airing in like a couple of weeks, yeah. like okay. two to three weeks at least. So if you haven't seen the TikTok, 
Jake's ACL. He shot his shot yes. on TikTok. <laughs> yes. And I duetted the video and it happened to go very viral. I know. <laughs> so I had DM'd him, or I'm sorry, I commented on his video and I and in the duet and I said, send me a DM. I'm here's where I'm at in my life. I am so happy. I want nothing to do with men yeah. dating. But if the right person came yeah. into my life and they were perfect for me and it fit into my life so seamlessly, I wouldn't pass that up. Sure. But I'm not actively seeking it out. Like if it just like is in front of me, fine. And it makes my life better. But I don't need anyone to like – Right. Because I'm good right now. So I don't know. I think that was a very bold and brave thing for him to do. So he sent me a message on Instagram and then we got each other's number. This was – the gala or the event was supposed to be last night at Saturday night. Oh, my like God. Sunday today. And he had made the video on a Sunday – this past Sunday. Yeah. I was coming home from Dallas. I was sick on Monday. I ended up taking off work on Monday, and we were supposed to talk Tuesday. I – that was the day that I had the little meltdown sure. that I was talking yeah. about. <laughs> because I wanted to go so bad. Yeah. But I just – my calendar is always so booked because yeah. I'm keeping myself busy and yeah. trying to do things. And it was just a little last minute for me. So I couldn't. I already had plans and it was just a lot to like – Navigate. Yeah. But I think we'll get a drink. Yay. Maybe. We'll see. So maybe when this airs, yes. we already have gone to hang out. But the Rangers, the New York Rangers, they literally just commented on the video <laughs> and tagged us. And I've been wanting to go to a Rangers game Oh my one God. of my girlfriends. But he was, but they commented. They They're like, if there's a date two in the works, you, we'll hook you up with tickets. Wait, that is but. so iconic. No, I was curious. You know, I think, I bet everybody who's seen that video is curious. Yeah. Like, I haven't addressed anything. Like everyone's <laughs> commenting and yeah. neither of us have said anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good that you guys like have each other's back in that way. Yeah. And like, you know, I thought it was bold. I was like, Very. damn. When I saw it, very. I was like, wow. Yeah. Which like, respect the hustle. Respect. Absolutely. I think it was very impressive on his part. Yeah. Scary to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, you'll see what happens. We'll see yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. Yeah. Well, hope you guys go to a Ranger game at least. Yeah, that's so fun. <laughs> uh, that's so fun. I've been a couple of times. They're fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to go. They're a good time. They're a good time. Have you done any of the dating app stuff in New York? I've never, ever had a dating app. Really? I've never done it. Mm-mm. I've briefly done them. I, I yeah. I I've been in one long term relationship that technically we ended up dating from a dating app, but we had met in person previously. I've heard that so many times. Like, <laughs> well, technically, <laughs> it was. so it was like we we had you knew met in before. passing. That's the way to go, though. Yes. Like, yeah. that's the thing. I would have never actually gone on a date with him had I not met him already. What's in passing? Define in passing. So <laughs> my college roommate's big in her sorority, uh, okay. he was her date. They were just friends. They weren't romantically involved, though. Okay. He did have a big crush on her, and their friendship ended up falling apart over it. Mm. <laughs> but I didn't know that at the time. Uh, so they came to pick up the dress that she was going to borrow from my roommate. Mm-hmm. I thought he was cute. I was going in and out of the living room doing laundry and they were off whatever. We spoke briefly. I think we ended up following each other on Instagram. Then I unfollowed him over that summer because I was like, I'm never going to see this man again. Unfollow. Uh, And then, yeah, that happened in like spring. And then we matched on a dating app in September. Okay. Did it work out? Well, we dated for like eight months. Oh. Um, Oh, Okay. But we've been broken up for a long time now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, maybe not a, like a true success story, but 
But like something. Yeah, my, something. One yeah. of my best friends from home, she and her boyfriend have been together for th- over three years. They're now living together. And it was sort of the same situation. Like he ran in some of the same crowds as yeah. she knew people of. And then, you know, yes, they matched on a dating app, but they had already heard of each other. And they're, yeah, in love. I think like the dating app gives the level of safety and distance of like, you both get to admit to liking each other with no possibility of rejection because if they say no, they'll never know that you were interested. Int- okay. Because mm-hmm. I makes- think it was, was it Bumble or Hinge? Whatever. It was on yeah. some app where like if we didn't both swipe right, we wouldn't have gotten the notification. If I was in a place in my life where I was 100% ready, I'm like, okay, I want to be with someone. I'm My like life is great. Yeah. 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 But I'm, since I'm not seeking it out right now, I'm like. Yeah, there's no reason. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Are you actively dating on Hinge? No, I'm kind of in a very similar place to you. Like if I've come across someone I'm really interested in, I'm happy to date them. But like I'm too deep in my own shit. Depending on the day, I'll phrase it in different (laughs) ways. Some days I say like I'm just enjoying being selfish. Some days I say like I'm too much of a mess and no one needs to be in my blast Mm -hmm. radius. Depends on how I feel about myself that day. Um. But I'm really enjoying not like good for you. Dating is a lot of responsibility to another person, and I don't want to fucking deal with that work. right now. It's so much work. You yeah. have to like. I always talk about this. I don't know how I'm supposed to do the whole marriage and life thing. It's like I'm so selfish. Mm-hmm. I love and I am so loyal to my friends and my family. It's mm-hmm. like how do you have time for your career, your friends, your family, your own passions and hobby, taking care of yourself, and then you have to go and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do that for someone else. Yeah. A lot. I agree. It's somebody like from what I've learned in my relationship, it's somebody special because I've been in other relationships that have just sucked the mental energy mm. out of me, consumed yeah. my mental state. And this one's so different because this person doesn't like do that. Like it, it's a much more like complimenting of life. But mm-hmm. even sometimes still like it is a responsibility in your life. And, and in, as a 25 year old, it can be hard sometimes. But I think we both are on the same like know that like yes our relationship is a priority but sometimes like hey work is the priority this week or my yeah. friends are the priority or their friends are the pi- priority which I think is is really nice because I think it's hard when somebody is expecting you to be their number one like a hundred percent of the time and as a an evolving adult like you you can't give that unless there's like a marriage children like you know there's other responsibilities yeah. there also, and I know this deep down, I know when you love someone, you want to do it. And sure. you want yeah. to put in that time and effort. Yeah. So it just it takes the right person. Oh, a hundred percent. We'll meet them eventually. <laughs> yeah. If, if I come across someone, great. But like I don't feel like digging through like sort of like have you ever been to like a thrift store where there's a pile and you have to dig through to try and find the really <laughs> oh, God, good thing? God, don't dig through the pile. I don't feel like digging through the pile right now. If yes. the perfect thing falls in my lap, great, great. I'll buy it. Yeah. But I don't feel like wadding through all of that nasty. There might be bag bugs in there. Like, yeah. I don't want to deal with that shit. Bugs <laughs> from Paris. <laughs> no, oh my goodness. All right. Before we end, I wanted to do a little bit of makeup, skincare, this or that, because I love your racks and watching it. So YSL concealer or the Laura Mercier Flawless Fusion? Well, I don't. Which YSL concealer? Is it the one in the gold thing? Use that for like a Is that YSL? Thing. Is that it the is YSL? It does it have the pump? Yes. yes. Okay. That one I don't love on me. It gets I have dry under eyes. Okay. So I feel like it clings and it's not as 
high coverage is that like it's very sheer it's very beautiful elf actually has a dupe to that oh one. if you've been using I'll it and if you want need to I've, I've, it. Yeah, I've literally no. used it for yeah. like a decade oh elf, really yeah oh my gosh it was I, like the first concealer I ever bought and I've just kept rebuying yeah. it I'm sorry a YSL was the first one you ever bought it was like so the first like real time that I bought okay. makeup, my mom took me to Sephora and was like we're gonna get you a whole thing she was horrified when I was like I want to try a cat look and she cat eye and she like I think thought it was gonna be like a giant thing and she was my like no one my family wears makeup okay um but yeah no I it looks great on you thank you, thank you. I'm a very oily oh girl gosh, oily it. girl I, no no I mean is in like that's probably part of why it doesn't it works oh, well for okay. me is like I'm not dry fair, I'm fair. I'm wet I'm damp <laughs> What? <laughs> okay. Hot. The refry, the refry, the refry primer, or the milk makeup like grip one. Mm-hmm. I've never tried the refry one. I want to try it just for the applicator, but is it worth it? Mm-mm. No. And I also don't love the milk hydro grip. Okay. So which one do you what do you use primer? Honestly, I'm not a huge primer girl. Okay. If I use one, Cali Ray. The yes. Blurring, that one's good. Okay. It just kind of fills in the pores. But for primer, honestly, I just good moisturizer. Okay. And I love using either the L'Oreal Lumi Glotion. Okay. Yeah. As like a tan, tan base or the Say Super Glowy. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. The Super Glow. Yeah. I love Say. Yeah. I love Say. Yeah. I think their products yeah. are great. Yeah. Um, do you like the Elf Halo Glow better or the um, Charlotte Tilbury? Like, is there a difference? I feel like there's. I've never the used form. the um, Elf one because I. So I used the. I tr- I got you know when it was super popular on TikTok. I got the Charlotte Tilbury one, and then I was like, I think this is just clogging my skin even really? more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I just feel like I don't know if it's necessary for me. The Halo Glow's good. Okay, yeah. maybe I should try it. Is there anything that's really popular right now that you're like? No. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Oh, I am the first one to be like, I'm not getting that. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm trying. What are, name some viral products right now? I know I'm trying to think um, of viral products. Oh, I'm like I you, never buy things. I my brain is something I thought was interesting from your uh, content was you were like at least when it first came out. I don't know how you feel about it now. The rare beauty liquid blush. You were like no. I ne- I still no. Or it's, still it's just okay. not trying. I don't. I have it. Okay. Um. Rare beauty. I love you. Um. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs> I don't reach for it. As often, but it's a nice blush. The blush I'm loving right now is the Patrick Ta. And <gasps> Me, that's yes, is yes. That shade you have? I so actually today I like to mix my blushes a lot. So I have like as for the cream, I have this say one. I don't remember the color of it, but it's like a peachy one. And then okay. on top, I put the she's blushing. I'm just so into Patrick Ta right now. Like his products, I love the contour. Um, like the contour like double I palette. Tried that. I really good. I love the blushes. Those are like the two yeah. things. Um, I love the NARS light reflecting foundation. That's like my go-to foundation. I'm trying to find a new foundation right now and it's, I, I'm not enjoying the process. No, no. I like, I'm trying to think what foundations are, I like the Kosas foundation. Oh, I haven't I'll tried try that, that one. Um, what else? I haven't tried that one. Is her? Yeah, I feel like a lot of concealers have just come out, like the House Labs one, the Makeup by Mario one. Have you tried the House Labs? No. no I haven't tried anything. House I got Labs. the Makeup by Mario one, but I'm not sure I like it. It, it really I heard not good. Yeah, it, I was. I got that one before the House Labs one, but now I really want to go get the House Labs. No, one. I love that. I mean, it's I'm wearing it right now. It's yeah. Really okay. Good. It looks really it. good. I feel like the Makeup by Mario one like gets in my creases. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are your like top like right now? or even in general, like top three products like across the board that you go for? 
Like whether it's makeup or hair or skincare. Oh gosh. Um, hair, my top product I feel like that I've been using for a long time is the Olaplex number six. Okay. The bond smoother. I use that every single – I wash my hair every day. Yeah. And – I, I wash it almost every day, which yeah. I know is a every, very controversial opinion in the beauty world. <laughs> um, I use that every single day after, like, as leave-in conditioner. Okay. Love that. The Orbe hair oil. Have you tried that? No, oh. but I love their texture spray. I use their it. Texture yeah. Spray is so, so good. good. I don't know anything about hair. Really? Yeah. What, it's what just the use? one thing I never learned. Um, I a lot of times use a co-wash and then uh, – What's a co-wash? It's like a conditioning wash of like – people use it more often when you have curly hair of yeah. like not as harsh. And so basically I – like I put it from like root to tip and then it's mostly a lot of like – because honestly with just water and scrubbing mm. your scalp, most the oil and dirt comes out. Um, and then I have the way detox for like – Yeah. To get filled that. up. Yes. Um, Once a month I usually do that. Yeah. I I use the Olaplex conditioner. I'm currently out of it. I don't know if I'll rebuy it because I'm not <laughs> obsessed with it. Yeah. <sighs> but I don't I don't even know how to blow dry hair. So <laughs> I can't do it. Um, I'm trying to think other things. Freckle pen. Oh, everyone loves a oh, freckle pen I these days. I was against it for I was like, why are people putting fake freckles on? There's like, <laughs> I love it now. There you go. Pop has a great one. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm using the fr- the freck the or no. I don't know them. Bubble, I bubble Rudy Berry, that one right? That, oh, oh, I don't know. I've never been into the fake freckles. I like them because I naturally have, have freckles everywhere, but like foundation covers them up. Slash, I wear sunscreen on my face, like, mm. most of them. Like, they don't really appear on my face much. Yeah. But I, I like the ColourPop one. It okay. I like the applicator, and I think, at least for me, it is a very good color. A lot of them are really warm tone in a way that doesn't work on my skin tone, and they're a bit more cool tone. Yeah. And I think just for me, they color match pretty well with okay. my natural freckles. Yeah. Are you wearing it right now? Yeah. Oh, it looks good. Thank so you. Very, yeah, it's, like, it's nice and subtle, but very natural. I would have had no idea. Thank you. Um. Yeah. Makeup by Mario, Skin Transforming Perfector. Have you tried that? No. I've tried – that's not the um, the foundation, right? No. That's like the contour thingy-majiggy. Yeah. Yes. In, like in, a, the, in a circle thing. Man. Never tried that. I love his foundation though. I like the foundation. I found yeah. the foundation broke me out a bit though. Mm. So You're trying it today. I am. Oh, I got I, two little like testers from Sephora of trying out different foundations because okay. I'm trying to find a new one. Yeah. I – I mean, I haven't worn it throughout the whole day. It laid better than I thought. I just don't like the sort of like iridescence it has in it. Mm. Like it has like little shimmer glitter in it. Yeah. And you're like, no. I'm already oily enough. <laughs> not, not the vibe. You should try Pat McGrath. Okay. The Sublime Foundation. I also just like, I, I've basically what I used for years with the milk skin tint. I don't like, I want something like very light, light. sheer. Oh, okay. I don't like okay. like full on foundation. Like honestly, this is kind of <laughs> too heavy for me. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, we have one more question for you. Oh, gosh. It's what we ask everyone. We ask everybody this question. Um, When is a recent time that you felt clueless? It can be big, small. I had a meltdown the other week because I couldn't figure out how to clean the filter of my dishwasher. (laughs) Or it can be big of like, hey, did I fuck up my taxes? Oh, gosh. All the time. Um, (laughs) I would say going back to Tuesday, I I felt so bad like Mm. saying no to Jake. And I just – got really emotional, was so overwhelmed yeah, and had no idea what I was doing. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Why can I not just say yes and like be spontaneous? And, sure. Um, so I would say that. 
Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This went by so fast. I know, right? Doesn't it go by fast? Very fast. Time and it was over an hour. Isn't that crazy? It feels like it's been like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell the people where they can follow you. Okay. I am on Instagram. I am emi.billings. TikTok, I said, whoa, with five H's. <laughs> And I think that's it. Fabulous. Yeah. And you guys can follow us on Instagram at Completely Fucking Clueless. And on TikTok and YouTube at Completely F-C-K-I-N-G Clueless. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you have an amazing Tuesday, an amazing week. And don't forget to be motherfucking clueless. <laughs> Woo. Bye. This is from mommy. Audrey says that at the end of every podcast, but nobody knows. No one can hear because it's, I it. have music over it, but I say it every time. We're hoping so one day somebody yeah, will play, hear I'm it. I'm playing the long game of eventually people are going to hear it, and then we're going to be really popular. We're going to go back like, and wait, it, they've and then we're going to have to doing the whole time. Yeah, I've been long game. Long game. This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel, 58ember.com, or find us at 58 Ember Media on socials.